welcome to Season 4 of Talking Home Renovations with a House Maven. I am Catherine McPhail, your host. I'm an architect practicing in Eastern Massachusetts. In past seasons, we've covered all sorts of subjects with the intention of helping homeowners who may never have been involved in a renovation before and they felt like they needed to know what they were doing. We've built up over 100 episodes on everything from roofing to foundations, heard many renovation stories, and learned how to hire various professionals. This season, we'll be focusing even more on the challenges of renovating old houses while incorporating new technologies, using my own new house as a case study. We'll have all sorts of different guests, most having to do with what I'm just calling the next level of renovations. Now that you've got these 100 plus episodes under your belt, I think you're ready. We have made it to part eight of the Smart Old House case study series. And again, Michael McPhail, the co-owner of the house, and my husband is joining me to discuss the progress that has been made over the last month. And this house was built in 1794. We are in the process of making it all electric. We'll be having a certain level of automation included. We are updating all the systems. We are fixing the structure. It's been a journey, but we have almost stabilized the place and that means we get to move on to more glamorous parts next. Okay, I just want to say that some things happened in November that I'm that the part of me who loves old houses is a little bit upset by. So this is what I'm telling myself. We are doing the best that we can do and we're keeping the neighborhood fabric together by maintaining this house, maintaining the exterior of this house, and certain elements in the house are being changed but I hope in service of keeping the house a viable place to live for let's say the next at least 50 years. Anyway, here's a discussion about what went on in November. Thanks for joining me today, Michael. Well, thanks for having me. You're in Vancouver right now. You know that. I'm just telling people listening that you're in Vancouver right now uh, celebrating. Yeah, so we don't know where it is. Which is where you're from. Right. Celebrating your birthday and also your mom's birthday, which she's 100 today. Yes, my uh, my mother turned 100 years old today, and she got a signed certificate from Justin Trudeau. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So we all uh, we all booed and odd over that last night. Oh, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Well, and happy birthday to you, by the way. Oh, thanks. We're going to talk about the house. Great. What happened in November? Yes, is... it was a little stressful. Yeah, I think November was pretty stressful. I don't. Yeah, it was pretty stressful overall. I was gone a lot of the time and you were very cold most of the time. You were making use of that uh, insert, which I tried to do since you left and I I can't. You know, I have to say as a product, I think it's a a fantastic product. Uh, It's a catalytic wood burning insert. uh, So it's super high efficiency when it burns wood. It takes probably at least a half a dozen fires for one to get used to how to operate it. So it's a little tricky. It's a little tricky to get the hang of. Yeah, it is. I filled the house with smoke. Yeah, I've done that a few times. I'm going to put a beautiful, smoky, sunlit photo into my uh, newsletter. So people can yeah, see how that, smoky it was. I love was. that photo. That's a great photo. Anyway, that was the end of my attempt, and I haven't tried to use it since. So. Yeah, because the light's coming through the door and there's smoke in the room. <laughs> yeah. Since the last time we spoke, Ralph, the building mover, found pouring water coming out from underneath our dishwasher area. Through a little hole in the foundation. Oh, right, right. Jeez, space. that's. I know we're going back now. That was something that happened earlier. And it was just as though there was just a spigot that was just on. It was a, a substantial leak. It was more than a drip. It was a yeah, stream. It was not a drip. It was a stream of water that had probably been been active for, I don't know, months, but it did 
solve the mystery of the wet stairway. Yeah, I think it was a little more than months because we bought the house in June and it was very wet back then. Oh, but it was right. it was raining that first before. day. We... Maybe even it had been like that. It's it might be like when we found the big crack in the uh, in the waste pipe. Similar. Yeah. Similar to that. Yeah, because when we did our walkthrough, it was a, remember it was pouring rain. Right. So I thought at first that that's why there those stairs were wet, mm -hmm. and I didn't really understand how since we were in the middle of the house, really how that could happen. Right. It turns out it was really that leak that was under the dishwasher. But I don't really understand why when we fixed the sink, because we had a leak under there, why he didn't notice when he was on his back in that two foot space, why he didn't notice there was water pouring in at his head. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I don't know. At the same time, that space is, it's a little bit onerous under there in terms of it only being about 18 inches, two feet of space for somebody to slide in there to fix something. I could see somebody missing. It would probably be really wet down there though, if it's coming all the way around the corner and wetting the stairs. But anyway. We got that fixed. It really wasn't that bad. The That's on the plus side of the board. That was a big plus. Well, I guess it was a plus that we found it. Right. A, a negative that it was happening. Mm -hmm. And we had a $200 a month water bill. Oh, which my God. I know. I guess it was that. Thank, I guess you know, I should have realized something was wrong. But I thought it was you watering too much. <laughs> I didn't want to complain about the, the water bill. But yeah, I think that was it because it was just wrong. Because I was doing good work. You were doing good work, and so you were making the water bill high, but actually it wasn't you, it was the leak. Just a lesson to be learned from that is next time there's an oddly high water bill, which I didn't really know if it was oddly high because we just kind of moved here, but there's a leak somewhere, so you're going to find that leak. All right, another thing that happened that we were looking forward to was getting the underside of the dining porch insulated and covered. And then what ended up happening actually was that the guy who was going to do that, they ended up reinforcing the structure instead because it was just uh, not attached to very much under there, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they overdid whatever they did under there. It was a little bit. I mean, I understand the challenges under there and I understand maybe why they did what they did, but essentially, uh, um, you know, you it was an old uh, outdoor deck, and I think it had been built with a slight slope to it initially. Yeah, I think it was an out, had, I think it was a covered porch originally in the right, 18, and, 1800s. Right. So it was it was a covered sorry covered three season porch, and with a slight slope to shed any water or rain, I assume. And then what they did when they built turned it into a, a an interior a room. I think they just went and built on top of uh, the existing floor and and flattened it all out, probably with some shims or whatever they mm -hmm. were using to do that. And yeah. so when they went to reinforce it underneath, the uh, joists are all on a slope and they're not all kind of aligned and even with each other. We ended up putting two large beams. I can't remember how big they were. Were they yeah, two were they, two by tens? I think. Yeah, they were double two by tens that went the the width of the porch but they're on a slight slope and they had to put shims in so they could catch some of the joists that are coming down. It's just, it, it, it's, it, it's, it's a mess. It's a little bit of a, of a mess, but, you know, I think the alternative, they would have had to tear everything apart. And um, that, that was probably not a good alternative for what we were trying to do. So yeah. Right. Right. Fun, just it wasn't a very clean job. Mm, yeah. Well, that was just a little bit of a mess. So I'm just ignoring that. Right. Okay. But but they were also supposed to, originally, the job was that they were supposed to have insulated the bottom right. and then put a board in there. But, and then the, and the, uh, the poly over the dirt. Mm -hmm, yeah, but but 
we didn't end up doing that because he wasn't well, using the right insulation. And honestly, he just didn't listen to what I asked him to well, do. Well, like, also there's a, a silver lining to the story because we ended up calling a insulation company uh, and the guy's name, Matt, I think his name was, uh, yep. came down and he was awesome. He, yeah, so Matt's a good guy. He is all his information. He's worked on these kind of houses before. He um, is our liaison with Mass Save, so he is working with us to make sure that these, uh, the insulation that he'll be using and the work he's doing is documented with Mass Save, so that we can get our tax uh, rebates on the work that's being done, which are very substantial. So uh, it was good. It was good to have somebody like that come in, who's a insulation expert, but also somebody who wanted to help us and work with us to save truckloads of money on doing all of this. Well, maybe not yeah. truckloads, maybe not truckloads, but you know, some money. Well, he's not costing us truckloads of money. That's true. So we've moved on. We're going to be using him for insulating our house. And right. so that was a plus. Mm -hmm. Although it's, it's not insulated right now. So we are shutting the doors that go from the kitchen to the dining porch and also the living room to the dining porch. Mm -hmm. Moving on. Mm -hmm. uh, we had our fence installed. Yes, uh, the back fence, very nice uh, shadow, what's called a shadow box fence. So you have the pickets on both sides of the fence frame and they're slightly- They're staggered. Uh, staggered, so you, you actually get a fence that looks like uh, a typical picket fence, but because the pickets are staggered on both sides, you actually get privacy from the other side of the yard. So it's a nice fence and we're hoping that we can negotiate with our other neighbor who is right now doing a major renovation on the house next door to us to maybe split the cost of one of those fences between our yards, but we'll see. Now Jackson can't run away anymore. That's well, right. He, he still can, but he can't as easily run away. Jackson has, uh, we call it uh, the littlest, the littlest hobo uh, syndrome, that old show about the dog who used to or roam around. Oh, what was the name? It was back in the 60s. It was a German shepherd that used to roam around yeah. people. And, and I got to say, that was before my time, Michael. You're, <laughs> that was, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that show. All right. But big event of November, or actually just of the last week, has been the HVAC installation. Yes. All the good and the bad. Mixed bag. Mixed bag wanna, there. What do you want to talk about first? The good or the bad? Well, you know, right now I am... I am sitting in my, my heated office, office. Heated and it's office. heated. I have heat, which is great. It's turned all the way up to 65 and it feels a little hot. Oh, it's so great. But yeah, it is actually, it's, it's nice. And um, it's, uh, I have this big scarf on because I was downstairs where it is not hot. Well, you know, first I, you know, I think it's important to say that we really like the H, uh, the HVAC or the plumbing contractor, I should say, who's been fantastic, has responded almost immediately to the various uh, crises that we've had with our plumbing in the right. house. When, since we moved in, we really like him a lot. He's easy to work with, very calm, centered uh, individual. And, and the people that he has working for him have all been friendly and professional. I think this is a lesson, not only, not only did the plumbers learn or the HVAC installers kind of learn something, but we also learned something. So. All right, let me let me just describe what you're even talking about. Yeah, yeah, about. go ahead. First of all, we're having one system installed in the attic, an air source heat pump ducted system. 
in the attic and then one in the basement. So the one that was installed this week was the one that was going up in the attic. So there's ductwork running to the different rooms fed from the attic through the ceiling. And then there is a return, which brings the air up kind of through the house, sucks the air up, which right. then goes down and in a heated way. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so this is a, yeah, this is a big 24 by 24 inch grill. So we talked about where to put it and we had a couple different places that weren't going to work out for whatever reason. And then we had agreed on a particular place in mm -hmm. the hall. And, mm -hmm. and I, it's also my fault too, because I did not look at it from above. So then, uh, so he was cutting away, cutting away, and it was very, very loud. And I had to leave to have a meeting that I was having because it was so loud, right? So I was walking around, walking around. I got back and saw, looked up into the hole. I don't even like to think about it and saw that there was a um, eight by eight inch timber that had been cut on either side of we, the we walked, Yeah, we walked up to the opening and we both saw it and, and we said, uh, well, that looks a little problematic. I didn't describe the whole situation to, to the man who was doing the installation well enough because there's only a bearing wall on one side of the hallway, not both sides of the hallway. Again, I think we shouldn't really talk about this until it's fixed. Okay, so we're just going to say there was a big issue. Uh, nobody got heated about it or anything. We have a solution. A bright part of that was that I called up the engineer I mentioned last month. He had dumped me and he was there for me. So I felt like, okay, it's it's not me. It's just that he's really actually too busy. So he helped us out and gave me a solution or, you know, we went through a couple different scenarios about what could what could happen. So we'll talk about that after it's all fixed, because I'm sure there'll be stuff to say about that. But I think we need to say what actually happened. That okay. So the issue with cutting that carrying beam is that that's a carrying beam. Right. And then there are, because of the age of the house, I don't even like to talk about this. I feel so sick about it, but. I can say it in a, in a simple way that the carrying beam runs from one gable on the floor, from one end of the house to the other end of the house in the attic floor. And then the joists come from the sidewalls into the carrying beam. The joists run front to back. Right. Yeah. And they're beautiful, beautiful dovetailing of these old pieces of wood. Well, what happened is as uh, is as they were trying to make the return, they literally cut through that carrying beam, rendering it on one side compromised. Nope. Well, this is what I wasn't really going to get into detail about until it's fixed. Oh, why is that? Just because I just don't want to talk about it until it's fixed. I just want to. Okay. Talk about it until we don't need to do that. Sure. Okay. So there was some misunderstanding about how structures work and we kind of cleared it up mm -hmm. and we have a solution, which we will describe further, probably next month, hopefully next month. Right. And I want to say that if I were not an architect, nobody would have said anything. If you weren't an architect, I don't even like to think about it. So yeah, I wish I had gone up there to check and see what, what he was cutting through. He didn't recognize it because there were no joist hangers because it's an old house, but moving on. Oh, we also got a new water heater. But, uh, well, what it is is, an, is a is a water heater, and on top of it is an electric heat pump. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. it's been it's been working. This week they are going to be installing the first floor. We have we have to figure out how it's going to get into the dining porch because I I have a feeling it's not seeing the size of the ducts. Is they had said maybe going up the staircase and then over, and the, it's going to make it kind of difficult to get down the stairs because it's like an eight inch eight inch diameter duct. So it's Anyway, we can talk about that later, but I think there are a couple of solutions for that. We just wouldn't have air conditioning in there, but I think that if it's like, if it's super hot, I don't see us using the air conditioning in there very much because there's so many windows and it's kind of breezy and nice in there. 
can't we do a third zone in there so that we can shut it on and off at our when we want to? Well, maybe, but I'm just saying if we can't even get the ductwork in there, then I'm saying the loss of air conditioning in there wouldn't be too bad. My guess would be that during the cold, you know, the January, February parts of the winter, they just closed the doors to the living room and to the kitchen, the French doors, and just sealed off that and did not go out to the dining porch area. Hmm. Well, worst case, we may not get any ductwork into that room so we can have yeah. like a wall hung electric radiator in there for when we want to use the room. Well, yeah, well, there's lots to discuss. I mean, it's not it's not unreasonable to think too that we, you know, we keep it we keep it as essentially a three season indoor porch, much wow. like, not unlike uh, the porch in your parents' old farmhouse on the vineyard where there was a there was a dining room that um, that most of the time uh, on, when it was cold and wintry was not used. Yeah, that's something to consider. Well, we'll figure it out. Oh, that was another thing too, is we had all the radiators cut and removed. And I feel a little sick about that too. I don't know. I just was feeling a lot of regret this month. Uh, why Why did you? Not... I don't know. I can't explain it. I just feel bad about that, about the radiators going. I mean, I understand that it's going to where our part of our goal was to make this an all electric house. So it's more sustainable. It's more convenient, whatever. It's fine. But I was just feeling sad about it. I, I don't know. And they were well, taking them down from the second floor down our really steep old staircase there was a lot of grunting happening i was pretty much expecting it to go right through the front wall of the house as they dropped right. it down the those, stairs those, by mistake. yeah those large uh those large cast iron radiators were probably my guess probably three to four hundred pounds those oh, yeah. were super heavy pieces of metal that they were carrying out there were two there are actually three kinds of radiators that we had in the house we had your traditional upright cast iron radiators that many people think about when they see old hydronic systems in old houses. And then there was a newer, newer meaning maybe 30, 40 years old baseboard hydronic system in some parts of the house. And then in the living room was a very old, chances are it's probably from the 30s or the 40s, a very old baseboard system that uh, was actually quite heavy. Yeah, um, that, that was like a cast iron baseboard. Yeah, right. Anyway, they're all gone. I like clarity and simplicity. So I, 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 while I respect your feelings about throwing out, especially the old-fashioned radiators, or actually recycling, they were, we recycled they them. Recycled. They're all recycled. But um, I, I like the fact that the house has been cleaned up, so to speak, and and now we have, uh, we're almost there with having a complete electric forced air system. Right. And we used to have the pipes that went straight up from the floor next to the front door, for example. They went up mm -hmm. in the hallway right, to the second floor. And then up in the second floor, they kind of curve into our bedroom. So it went up to the hall and then into the wall and then into the bedroom. There were a lot of exposed pipes that were painted yeah. the same color as the walls, which is, mm -hmm. is um, you know, when I, when I was growing up, my parents had that also in their old house in uh, Dedham and we used to tie it was convenient to tie the Christmas tree to it stuff like that because then it wouldn't fall over well didn't um, we have didn't we have those pipes in our Belmont when we our first house in Belmont it was an old Mansard Victorian and I think in the front hall we had some pipes in the front hall that came vertical from the upstairs down through the ceiling didn't we have that condition maybe we did and we boxed them in when we did the Right. Maybe we did the bathroom. Yeah. Anyway, 
I was wondering if there was such a thing as floor bungs, you know, bong they, being like the, the, the stopper for a hole. When you remove all the pipes, you're going to end up with these holes in the floor. They're like but, two to three inches. And I did notice while I was in the map room that there's a steady breeze coming out of the hole into the room Oh, from the basement because the basement is right. not not warm so anyway i found online they have these cork floor plugs they call them oh great they're not very expensive we can just plug them up and then you cut them to the level of the floor and there you go and so you have this little record of what used to be there also behind the radiators was just layers and layers of wallpaper in every room has been wallpapered because of the disintegrating plaster walls and painted on the wallpaper and in in the game room there was red and blue wallpaper which you'd think would be very hard to cover but they they painted right over that that was the that's the most recent wallpaper so I don't know I'm not thinking about that right now this is another thing that's just was causing me some regret but anyway we're gonna get new floor registers some fancy floor registers so we have to choose those like uh, oil rubbed bronze kind of traditional or old-fashioned registers well we just have to make sure it's the most expensive one we can find and that's the one we're going to pick of course also they're taking away our gas stove this week oh that's fantastic i I gotta be honest i know you're comfortable with it but probably a gas stove my guess is from the 70s i think i saw the receipt i think it's from 83 okay so So. it's it's from the early 80s which still makes it 40 years old and uh And uh, yeah, half the burners do not come on. You have to light them with a lighter. There's been a lot of maintenance over the years, but it's gas and it just, and the dials are all loose and it just does not make me, it's it's not an experience. It's not a product that makes me feel safe when I use it. Okay. Well, it's going to be gone pretty soon. So you won't have that to worry about anymore. Very excited about that. Uh, That wraps up the progress for uh, November. 2022 oh no but had there is also we're we're missing a couple things Mm -hmm. did we talk about the bulb planning in your last episode oh yeah yeah last last we talked about the bulbs we had only planted 250 so i think you planted another 550 since then right so we uh, i i helped with some of them you did mostly you mostly you did them while i was gone yes where was i Oh, I guess I was at a conference then. You went to a conference and, you know, I was, I decided to spend a lot of time in the yard planting these bulbs. So I'm very excited about what happens in March and April of this coming year. So am I. I was just thinking the other day, it's already December and it's been almost six months since we moved in here. And that the time has just flown, if you ask me. But um, so before you know it, my point is before you know it, it's going to be April or March and we're going to see see the fruits of our labor your well, labor oh and anything that ralph has done well no i forgot to mention that he also fixed the powder post beetle damaged front sill yes and the painters came one more time and did uh, uh sort of finished prepping the facade yeah, uh, you, you don't want to go too fast with the painting you gotta really take it like just one little tiny step at a time anyway yeah so that we, we have a primer on for the winter and we're just going to paint it a color of some kind in the spring oh i also think that ralph came in and put in a couple more lally columns and a beam for the underside of the map room because the floor even though the we had doubled up on the joists in, in the basement for the first floor 
the map room is one of the bigger rooms and it just it still had a bit of spring in it so we uh we had a talk with ralph and he uh he agreed he put in a structural beam with two alley columns in the basement and now it's much more firm so we are happy about that yes so the first floor structure is is completely better oh yeah so, so that's much. one out of three floors that's pretty good that is awesome it's done well i think that's all we have to say for november and we'll be checking in I guess the beginning of january or the yeah beginning of january yeah with some news of which i'm hoping that we will be talking about how great our heat is and how we have gotten the bathrooms framed up yeah. those are my two my two goals thank you for listening and thank you so much for sharing this show with your friends it is growing all the time and i really appreciate that i would love to hear from you if you have anything to say about this episode or past episodes good or bad or a suggestion for a new episode send me an email at the housemaven at talkinghomerenovations.com. Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven is a proud member of Gable Media, the most engaged AEC network on the planet. Check out my other show and all the rest of the shows at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. And until next time, take it easy.